Welcome to the Success Starts Within podcast, a podcast dedicated to teaching you all the tools and techniques you need to master the mental game and take your performances to the next level. Here's your host, Eli Straw. Hey there, and welcome to this training on the five tips that you can use to regain the love for your sport. Now, losing the love for your sport, right, that pain of losing passion, it's so frustrating because you have this this passion to play, or you at least used to. And when that is gone, it seems like you're not the same person, and you can begin questioning whether or not you really should keep playing your sport. This is also frustrating the higher up in levels you go. When you're, let's say, a senior in high school and you're wanting to go play in college, yet you don't really feel that passion to play, it's frustrating due to the fact that that goal you once had and that goal you've been working so hard to achieve now doesn't seem that possible because you don't really feel passion to play and passion to practice and train anymore. When you're in college, let's say, and you lose that passion, it can be frustrating because you thought this is what you wanted, right? You thought that going and playing college, that was your goal. That's what you thought of as success. But now when you don't have that passion to play, it can feel pretty odd, right? Now, why is it exactly, you know, beyond that frustration, why is it that this pain of losing passion is just so devastating? Well, it's going to come down to three very important factors. Number one is that when you lose the passion to play, it can honestly feel like a loss of identity. How long have you associated yourself with your sport? For myself, as an example, I was a baseball player. Growing up, I was a ball player. It's what I did. In college, when I began wondering and fearing what's going to happen when I stop playing, it, I, I just said it. It was honestly a point of fear because my identity was wrapped up in playing baseball. Now, when you lose that passion, it can feel like you're losing a piece of yourself and you don't really know what to do or who you are because you've thought for so long I have this drive to play, it's what I do, it's who I am. What's going to happen when I lose that passion? What happens if I don't want to play anymore? You lose your identity, and that can be very, very difficult to deal with. Number two is shame. There can be a level of shame that comes along with losing your passion to play because you feel like you're supposed to have that passion, right? You feel like you need to have that passion and that if you, if you lose it, if you lose the joy to play, something's wrong with you. You may think that, I'm not mentally tough. You may think that, you know, I'm I'm letting my parents down. I'm letting my teammates down. I'm letting my family down, my hometown down because I no longer want to play anymore and I'm in college. Or you're in high school and, and you think about all the, the tryouts and the showcases and travel ball teams your parents have taken you to. And when you think about not playing anymore and you're losing that passion, it can feel very shameful. And number three is feeling like a fraud. Feeling like a fraud happens when you're around all these teammates, for example, and they're all talking about, man, I can't wait for the season to start. Don't you just love competing? Or you hear coaches say, you've got to love to compete. You've got to love to be out here every single day. And it feels to you almost like you're going through the motions and you don't match up to that identity. You no longer feel that passion and drive every single day you wake up to go out to the field, go to the court, train, practice, push yourself, compete, bounce back from failures. When you no longer feel that passion and that joy, you can honestly feel like a fraud. So with that being said, it's okay to lose the passion to play. And you honestly have to be the one that decides whether or not this is real, meaning 
you really don't want to play anymore or there are some things that you need to overcome and you want to work on regaining that passion to play. That's not an answer that anybody else can give except for yourself. What I'm going to do with the rest of this training is walk you through five different tips that you can use if you actually want to regain the love for your sport. I know a lot of athletes that I work with, a lot of athletes I talk to, they want to regain that love and it feels, like I just said, it feels like a loss of identity. When you don't have that passion to play anymore, it can be shameful, but you want to. And a lot of times there is something else to blame and we're going to talk about that in a second. But for the rest of this training, pay attention to these five tips, put them into practice, and they can be very helpful if you want to regain that passion and that joy for your sport. So number one is going to be to check for other factors. Number two is to change positions. Number three, remember why you started. Number four, shift your focus. And number five is step away. Now we're going to go into these right with a little bit more detail. So number one is to check for other factors. A lot of times when you're losing this love and this joy to play, it's not actually that you don't enjoy the sport anymore. There are probably other factors, external factors, things that are going on within your mind that are leading to the game no longer being a point of joy for you. That's why it's very important for you to go through this and really think about, are there other factors? Because that can give you some insight into, do I really just not want to play anymore? Or am I trying to run from these things that are causing me pain and anxiety on a daily basis? Number one, when we're checking for other factors, is going to be coaches. Maybe there's a coach that you just don't really like, right? You're coaching you, you don't get along, is not a great coach for you to play for. And so you just might need to change coaches, right? That's tough, not always an easy thing to do. I'm never one to advocate blaming other people, but in all reality, coaches coach differently. Some players really resonate with a certain type of coach. Other players resonate with another type of coach. If your coach right now is not the type of coach in person that you want to follow, if they're negative, if they don't have the kind of coaching style that you want, that's going to make it more difficult for you to really enjoy playing. Number two is the fear of failure. When you're struggling with the fear of failure, every single day becomes a moment of fear. You are playing timidly. You are practicing timidly. All you can think about is, I don't want to fail. I don't want to mess up. What's going to happen? When that occurs, it makes it very difficult to simply enjoy the game. If you're struggling with the fear of failure, it's very likely that if this goes on for a while, what's going to end up happening is that you lose the love for the game. Next is anxiety. Anxiety, like the fear of failure, causes you to continually worry. When you show up to the field or court every single practice and every single game with increased anxiety, you're so worried about what's going to happen. This leads to a feeling within of needing to avoid. One of the main behavioral responses to performance anxiety is avoidance. The reason being your mind is trying to seek a safe way out of the situation. You don't want to be in those anxious situations anymore. So when you're struggling with anxiety as an athlete, this oftentimes manifests in losing the love for the game. Because number one, what joy is there in showing up every single day just nervous and completely anxious to no end, right? It's no fun at all. So if you begin to lose that love for the game, you lose that passion to play, it's probably because you don't want to show up every day feeling anxious anymore. So if you can work through that anxiety, then you can actually feel joy again for playing. And then lastly is perfectionism. Perfectionism leads to fear, it leads to anxiety because you are simply trying to be too perfect. This can happen because of expectations, this can happen because of pressure you put on yourself, but there is, there is a perfectionism there 
that is leading to you feeling like you have to be perfect every single play, every single game, every single practice. You don't allow yourself opportunities to make mistakes in practice, knowing that, or even knowing that practices is where you make mistakes because mistakes are where you can improve. When you have perfectionism, no longer are you allowed to make mistakes. And that right there can lead to you feeling very anxious, very fearful, and can also reduce the joy that you have for playing. So really the first step you need to do is check for these other factors because if any of these other factors are present, you need to begin working on improving them. Then next is change positions. This is a really interesting one because if you're currently feeling frustrated or bored with your sport, right, or bored with your position, a cool thing to think about is changing positions. Now, I know this is not at the top of everybody's mind and it's very difficult, right, and it might not seem possible for you, but I'll give you an example. I played third base and shortstop all through high school. Well, I played shortstop all through high school and then third base in college and then shortstop my senior year of college. After my senior year of college, I didn't want to stop playing, but I had had a pretty tough time my senior year with hitting and I was very frustrated with my hitting and I was just kind of done with it. I was like, I don't, I don't really want to hit right now. I'm sick of it. I need a break, but I didn't want to stop playing. What I did was I found an independent professional league and I ended up going and being a pitcher there. I hadn't really pitched before, but between that summer season when after I graduated college and then when I went and played, I went to a private pitching instructor and I worked on pitching. I had a pretty strong arm from playing infield and I just worked on pitching. Now, I was not the best pitcher at all, but it gave me new insight into the game. I enjoyed the game in a different way and it was one of the best things that then led me back to saying, okay, I want to get back out there. I want to play shortstop again. I want to hit again. And it helped me regain that, love for the, regain that love for the game. So one of the things I can recommend to you in terms of a tip is think about changing positions. Right? If you play a team sport and you have the opportunity, just kind of think, could I change positions? Because that added pressure and hard work that's going to be required, it's going to ignite something within you. And also stepping away from the position that you play might give you a breather to really be able to come back to it with a newfound passion. Tip number three is to remember why you started, right? Why did you begin playing your sport in the first place? What was it that brought you to want to play football, basketball, tennis, baseball? You wanted to swim, wanted to run track. What was that initial drive? When you're losing the passion to play and you feel like you just don't love your sport anymore, if you can think back to your why, why you began playing in the first place, that can really help you reignite that flame and bring back that passion to playing. Number four is to shift your focus. You want to try focusing on just simply playing. You want to be in the moment, soak up every second of being out there, every second of training, every second of playing. Because when it's all over, in all honesty, do you think that you're going to remember and miss specific stat lines? Or are you going to miss just simply going out there and playing? I said earlier that one of the reasons you might be Struggling with this loss of passion has to do with your coaches, fear of failure, anxiety, perfectionism. All of that involves focus. Yeah, your coaches, they might be negative. But is it really their negativity or your focus on the negativity that is impacting you? In the moment, if you're feeling anxious, it's because your focus and your attention are on to the future. Same thing with fear of failure. You're worried about what's going to happen. Same thing with perfectionism. You're worried about what's going to happen. If you can shift your focus just on to the present moment, onto the simple act of playing, that's going to bring you back to probably why you play in the first place, which is just to be out there and play. 
It's going to take your attention off of those external factors and distractions that are causing you to lose passion. And that's going to really help you bring back that love and that joy every single time you're out there. And lastly, tip number five is to step away. This one can be one of the most difficult, but it can also be one of the most refreshing, right? When you take a break from your sport, whether it's for a month, whether it's for a season, this can really show you, do I honestly miss playing? One of the most terrifying things about this tip is that what happens if you take a break and you actually enjoy not playing more than you actually enjoyed playing? Well, you got the answer for yourself. It might be time for you to call it quits. But if you step away and every day you're not out there on the field, every day you're not training, you miss it, and you think, man, I cannot wait until I get back out there, then that's going to reveal to you that I really do love my sport. Maybe there's some external factors like anxiety, fear, whatever, that are causing me to lose my passion. But in all honesty, I don't want to be done playing right now. I'm not ready. Because I stepped away, I missed it, I'm ready to get back out there. And that can really be a huge help for regaining that love for the game. So with those five tips, I encourage you to go through them. Number one, think about those external factors, right? Because those could be huge indicators. If you're struggling with anxiety or perfectionism, fear of failure, for example, working through those is going to be the first step towards bringing back that joy for the game. So in the description below, I have a link to a few different articles. One is going to be on fear of failure, one's on perfectionism, and one's on performance anxiety that will walk you through what those are so you can get an understanding and think for yourself if those apply to you. But in addition to that, they also show you some steps that you can begin taking to overcome those challenges. Thank you for watching, and I wish you the best of success in all that you do. If you want to hear more mental game tips, subscribe to the podcast subscribe to the success starts within youtube channel follow eli on instagram the handle is at eli straw and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at successstartswithin.com